What's going on, everyone? It's Mike and John, and we're here bringing you this week's episode of Beard Stroking Bullshit. John, it's that time again. We return with our good friend, consistent guest, guest co-host, Mr. Rob Sheridan. How are you, buddy? Good, man. Greetings. Greetings. It's been a while, um, and and we bring you back because fucking high level finished on. Uh, I, I, dude, I'm I finished that uh, that issue six, and um, yeah, you weren't fucking kidding. Um, what an <laughs> ending, dude. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's not what people uh, were expecting. Exactly what uh, what I was hoping. Um, so the reaction to that was really good. Um, really took people by surprise and um that's um that's always been the way that issue six was meant to end we didn't we didn't change anything you know once we knew vertigo was shutting down and, and we weren't gonna be moving straight forward onto more issues uh we didn't change anything at all which um which was um it ended the way it's supposed to and whenever we're able to pick it up uh, a lot more will will be explained and opened up yeah, that was so like there was a little bit like a part of me that definitely looked at it and was like, okay, well, like maybe high levels this or like maybe it's that. Um, and then that whole kind of reveal, I I kind of think I, I messaged you a couple of times like, holy shit, or like, what the fuck? And then I sent you like my favorite panel and we just lost him. Crap. I'm going to keep my recording going. I'm yeah. going to ring it. Up oh, there we go. Hey, buddy, you there? I'm back. Okay. <laughs> um, I think we, I know I messaged you a couple of times uh, when I was reading the final issue, and it was just kind of like a, holy shit, what the fuck? Um, and then I think I sent you a picture of my favorite panel, which you told me was like the only thing that you had of your own art in the comic at all. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I got to do some some of my glitch treatments on a, a certain sequence in the, in the final issue, uh, chapter six, and um, I'd love to discuss all that in more detail. But uh, the collected <laughs> edition is coming out soon, and uh, a, a lot of people haven't uh, read any of it yet. Right. So I'll hold off. Uh, yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> on discussing that for now, but uh... there, yeah, there were. Are you still there? Did we lose you? I think the audience is the type of people like me, I'll admit, who uh, generally wait for trades as opposed to um, people who pick up individual issues and uh, having it more accessible to to a wider audience is going to be great. So I, I'm kind of running on the assumption that a great many people who are picking up this edition have not read uh, the full six issues yet. Well, right, because that's something you like. We've talked about previously when you've been on, and things that you and I have discussed in in DMs of like just the idea that like there's still a lot of people out there who don't get their comics on like a weekly. Like John's John doesn't get his on a weekly basis. Like it's it's. I, just, I, I don't know anyone really in my in my adult life. Uh, I mean, maybe one or two people, but most of my peers are people who their experience with comics is is you know getting the trades right and. Um, and I think that's just you know it's the reality of time. Um, it's 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 less expensive and it's just it's just easier. It fits better into people's lives, I think. And also, comics oh. is oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh man, I had something to say, but that's okay. <laughs> it's perfect. There we go. He's like, oh, he said something. Six minutes in, and then, and then Rob's gone. This is, we're still, we're keeping this all in. This is live. This, this, this is this live. is happening live. We've, it's not. It's, it's okay, not, but it's live. It's, <laughs> I'm bringing it back. This is oh great. This God. is this is content. <laughs> We're good. Hello. 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 Uh, oh, did I cut out? Yeah, you like completely dropped from from the call. Weird. Yeah. You, last time it was you guys dropped. I don't know. I don't know why it's doing that. Yeah. I don't. I'm not really I'm, sure. I'm gonna say my point real fast before you get dropped again. So the reason <laughs> picking up comics every month is like is okay as opposed to every week is like that's one medium that isn't ruined immediately on social media like entirely. Like I don't know. Like you can yeah. go, you can go places that like is gonna like talk all about who died today. Oh my god, they killed Jessica Cruz in Justice League. How crazy is that? But unless you're going to hyper specific places, like people aren't gonna be talking about it generally on Facebook. Which on one hand bums me out. On the other hand. 
I'm okay with because that oh, that way I can just couch it all and just like dive on in. I can go through and read as many stories as I want in a row in a monthly basis and not worry. And I like yeah, that. It's, yeah, I, it's true. It's not it's not like you're at risk of seeing you know yeah. spoilers for that type of thing on social media. Unless you got some asshole friend who also reads comics and messages you with the, the spoiler as the first thing. Could you believe they killed blank? I'm like, I, 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 I can now and I'll be expecting it reading the next issue, you motherfucker. Like, so. well, 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 since it's comics, you could just ask which time. Yeah, <laughs> When's he coming yeah, back? True. Exactly. I'm sure he'll get better. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, so um, February 5th is the release of the collected uh, high level to comic book stores, and then February 11th is is everywhere, right? Yeah, February 11th will be in you know bookstores and on Amazon and anywhere else you'd ever find uh, graphic novels. And then uh, you're and... you're doing a cool like pre order thing that I jumped on um, through your site. Yeah, I I wanted to, to be able to have uh, fans of my work be able to order the book directly from me. I could sign it, uh, put in some goodies and kind of make it a special thing. Um, so to do that, I actually talked to my local uh, comic book shop down the street, who's a, uh, who's a friend of mine, and I'm ordering all the books from him, so we're not, like, you know, we're not cheating out the comic industry from, right. you know, from participating when I'm, when I'm taking <laughs> orders direct from my site. Um, so, yeah, so I'm getting all my stock from them, which is really cool. So if you want a signed copy... Um, just hit up highlevelcomic.com and uh, you're supporting small business all around. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Because, like, there's a bunch of people I've seen who've done similar things. I don't know if they've done the whole, like, they've worked with their local comic book store to, like, get that done. But that, I saw that, I saw your first post for that. And I was like, oh, man, like, payday's, like, in a week. I'm going to have to fucking get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool for me because we already have, like, a, you know, an infrastructure set up to sell things and ship things and, and all of that through my print store. So it, it, it wouldn't make any sense not to be selling my own comics. So how does it feel now that like you've hit this point of, of, you know, your, your, your story is out there. Um, I know we've talked, you know, about a couple of things uh, off, off podcast. Um, but is, is your, like, are we, are we going to see this in like hell or high water come to an end? I, it, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I, I hate having half a story out there, and, and it really is, it's, it's half the whole story that we, um, that we plotted and right. pitched. Um, so, obviously, going to wait until, um, till the trade paperback comes out, and and some people get into that, and then it's time to talk to DC and say, hey. And say, hey, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just it. I, we got kind of screwed with um, Vertigo shutting down midway through run. <laughs> and um, and it just sucks at leaving people hanging when it's like it'd be one thing if like I didn't really know what's going to happen next. But I do. It's all, it's all done. So it, it's going to drive me nuts if I don't finish it somewhere or another. If I have to write my own damn fan fiction, I'll finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> Which that would be that would be impressive as fuck to to see that come out as as just a fan fiction. You know that's you know I vow it right now. If no one wants to publish <laughs> or fund the second half of High Level, I'll write my own goddamn fan fiction. <laughs> I honestly feel though, like if you have like the way the way things are nowadays, like and it it's it's in a good place and a bad place where like and and we've kind of discussed this a little bit before John and I've discussed this previously is like you have this base of people who will fund comics and not all of them are great um, yeah <laughs> uh, I can think of a handful that just should probably have never been funded but um you know I I wouldn't you know think that it's a possibility where you know should it come down to it throwing it out to the ether and saying like, Hey guys, I want to finish this up, but it also depends on who's still got like the story, like the story rights, I guess would come down to that. Yeah. I have no idea what that's going to entail. Right. Um, you know, I've heard from other creators that, you know, unless you're, unless your graphic novels for some reason selling gangbuster numbers, which uh, I don't expect this one to, cause I don't even need DC remembers that it's coming out <laughs> at this point. Oh. I've seen, I've seen no, no press support or anything like that because you know the the department we started was shut down where he goes gone right so it's, it's just kind of it's like a flailing afterthought 
of vertigo. It's the last thing <sighs> to to come out with that imprint. So I'm not I'm not expecting a uh, some you know mega push from DC for it. So that tells me that it probably won't be that hard to get merits back. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll say, "Hey, we'll do some more," which would be great. That'd be the easiest thing to continue there. But I just don't know where there's a home for it at this point on DC. No, and I, I mean that's with the way things have kind of gone and what we've kind of witnessed go down. It seems like that it's it's definitely like I, I feels like DC is just kind of done trying to do the indie thing. I guess is yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah, they're like yeah. they just don't want it. They just don't want to do no. it. No, I, I yeah. I, it seems like creator-owned fringe stuff is, is just a nuisance um, to the new direction they're going in. Yeah. Yeah, well, well where's that. Batman? I mean, I mean how the hell are we going to sell a book without the Batman? Or yeah, that's true. We need that fucking clown or that Batman. So. <laughs> hey, you know, that clown wins Oscars, okay? Yeah, so that clown wins Oscars now. And we need that oh female clown as well. Could we get yeah. more clowns? Actually, that Harley Quinn show, I watched a couple episodes. Pretty fucking funny. You know, oh, yeah. that animated. Yeah, like I everything's everything's played up as a parody. Like this is a tangent, but everything's like no one's taken seriously. Like Jim Gordon is like a, a fucking joke of himself. Only Batman is like playing it straight, and that's what makes it really funny. I think it's mm-hmm. just like it's just everyone's telling joke. Bane is trying to do a magic show. He's like, "Is this what? your card?" And then and Harley Quinn's like, "No," and he's like, wow. "Fuck!" And it's just they're just saying they're like, like it's it's R rated or whatever, so they can just swear and say "fuck" and "bitch" and "cunt" and whatever they want, and it's great. It's really cool. Wow. Really? And yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe gotta, not cunt. I, I've uh, maybe heard not, of it. I maybe not cunt. Out. But if you if you can say, let's just say hypothetically, if you could say "fuck" in a show, can you not say "cunt"? Is "cunt" really above "fuck"? How many times have I said "cunt" so far? Eight, seven. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, I it, it's got a you know it's got a different stigma here in the states you know yeah. i i you know i have a lot of um australian and, and friends and some of them uh, came over to the states and they're like fucking cunt this fucking cunt and i'm like whoa wait 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 hold on you can't <laughs> you gotta just be a little bit more cautious on this side of the pond of throwing that out we're in a weird kind of place with that word yeah. so just remember you can't just be you can't just call people a fucking cunt all the time. <laughs> you got to be a little bit more careful. Yeah, I mean they're all about that. They're always dropping like bloody this, bloody that. You know what they're talking about, bloody anyway. And so like the whole thing, yeah, they're all about it. But yes, I was just, I was like, you know, philosophically, like if you know, as far as the FCC, which they aren't really a part of, I'm just saying, like if you can say fuck in a movie, like you should be able to drop just as many cunts as you can fucks. So this, this is this is all I'm saying. And, yeah, you'd think so. You'd, you'd think, think so. so. If I if I ran whatever organization actually was in charge of this, and I don't think there really is one when it comes to streaming services, I'd make sure there was that way. So <laughs> vote for me well, for I'd this be, job. Be your number one uh, FCC chairman uh, uh, priority. Yes, totally. Sorry. Anyway, um, well, before we before we um, kind of segue into our next step, I kind of wanted to talk about something that I, I had DM'd you randomly uh after watchmen had ended and they started releasing the physical vinyl and the final volume that uh th- that they released was basically like a meta nine inch nails album yeah that used a lot of like w- a lot of what would be considered your work for them <laughs> in like a weird like meta album where the yeah, cover was like, very like the slip esque, and then like there was a photo you said that was used that you had taken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that yeah, they they did a good job of making it feel kind of like it would be a Nine Inch Nails album, you know, like a, in a in a way that references what you expect a Nine Inch Nails album to look like, I guess. Which I guess goes back to me for a lot of it. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a cool package. Yeah, and then uh, so let's because uh, we we you and I go back and forth every now and again when like shit kind of gets wild in different fandoms. Um, let's let's talk about Rise of Skywalker. You did you saw it? I, I I've seen it twice. Okay, Ooh, so have I. What were your? Because John and I had our episode. I lost my mind. I think at the end of it because I think I might have blacked out. <laughs> um what what was what was your thought what was your kind of like review of that after seeing it twice eh. yeah <laughs> i think you i don't know i i feel it i just, i don't feel anything about it really 
Like I'm not. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm not excited. I'm not. I'm. I realized the second time that I'm not mad, mm-hmm. but I'm still not excited. <laughs> and I just kind of like it. Kind of bums me out to think about how much I don't think about it. I guess you yeah. know. I can agree <laughs> like with that. Yeah, I can it, definitely it, agree it with is, that. It, it has a. It has a kind of like so eager to please the weirdest desires of certain fandoms and so much of JJ's pettiness kind of seeping through it. I felt that it just ends up being kind of a murky wet thump of a movie to me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't even know. It's hard to say. Cause I, I had so many feelings and, and thoughts after uh, the last movie. And I ended up thinking about, thinking about it quite a bit. And this one, I just, I don't know. I, I think it should have been two movies, yeah. for sure. As soon as they decided to, um, they had to make it the end of the entire Skywalker saga, and not just the end of this set of uh, sequels. It, it probably needed a lot more time to uh, close up a lot of storylines, and it just felt like felt rushed, and it yep. felt petty, and it felt kind of like kind of dark and gray and uh, i don't know it felt like a it, it felt like a star wars video game for teenage boys you know which is weird because john we like didn't we just talk about the fallen order recently yeah, and i mean overall i would that was I, really I, good i like yeah i thought fallen order had like a sick ass story that overall i mean i i like that story more than rise of skywalker like I liked Rise of Skywalker as much as I liked it when I was watching it in the moment. I was like, "This is this is fine. Okay, hey, yeah, this is happening. Emperor's back, whatever." Like, yeah, I'll t- I'll admit, like I haven't really thought about it that much after the fact, but I don't really think about a lot of movies after the fact now that I think about it. Like, <laughs> only movies that give me PTSD, like 1917 and Bad Boys Three, where I just have, I have to think about like how much cocaine and how many times did they watch Hobbs and Shaw? Did they do and watch? Like, to, 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 to get to this point, did this 25 year franchise? How much blow? How much? I mean, how much money did they throw at Will Smith? How many minigun? Like, it's, I got like fuck, man. So like, that's what I think about. I'm, and I like think about it as I drive. I'm like in the pantheon of Bad Boys movies. Where does three line up? You know. I'm not thinking about the Star Wars movies. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about the fucking Clone Wars that's coming back. Season six oh, or dude, seven. Yes. I forget. Seven. Yeah. I think it's seven. I, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think you're right. Either way, that that's the Star Wars that I'm... I, when the trailer dropped for that like a couple weeks back, I was like, fuck yeah, this is the Star Wars. Let's, let's, let's dive into the shitty part of Star Wars that they made good on accident. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah. Ugh. Well, you know, and but that's... I don't know. There was something about... There's something about it that just wasn't that fun. I thought the best part of it was like when they finally had because the new cast has a great chemistry together, yes. and I liked the characters, and I liked the parts where they were like on advent on an adventure, yep. you know, like on the sand planet stuff like that, and they were finally all together, and they were going on space adventure, and then I, that felt exciting, and I wanted to see more of that, and I felt like so much of the movie was rehashing episode eight but jj version this time and yeah so many tortured stares between ray and kylo just and tortured staring yeah it was... <laughs> and like we i thought we kind of did that in the last one and like do we need that much more of it and can't we can't we have some fun a little bit here because you know if you want to compare it to, to um return of the jedi which is fair that had a very clean storyline, and it was fun. And this had the most convoluted ass explaining why they're undoing a bunch of things constantly all right. over the galaxy. Weird, choppy storyline. And not that much fun. Other than Babu Frick. Who ba- yeah, other Babu than Frick. Babu Frick. <laughs> Babu Frick's the biggest thing that came out of Rise of Skywalker. I'll, like, I agree. <laughs> that's the most amazing. And like, I feel like even like Carrie Russell was like just fucking like, here's your part. Like, why even? I, you could have just given that to a throwaway actor, actress. Yeah, I, I can't. Well, I can't really, like, look at anything non-cynically now in terms of, like, okay, well, they must be just sit, they must just be setting up Carrie Russell's character to be a sideshow on Disney+. Plus. You know, I just always yeah. think of stuff like that now. Um, I, which it, is, it just, isn't a fun way to watch a space movie. No, but, like, it's always funny because, like, a, a couple, like, like, a couple people I was talking to a while back after I saw it were just like, well, yeah, because, like, you know, we were talking about, like, how 
I, I felt that Rise of Skywalker just completely like just shadow over like The Last Jedi. And I'm like, you guys are forgetting like there's a line that like I feel like a lot of people took as like a throwaway and like didn't pay attention. But like Luke literally tells Rey who her what her lineage is in Last Jedi and no one catches it where it's like I've seen that power once before. It didn't scare me then. It does now. And it's like, boom. All right, cool. There's your answer. Oh, see, I thought he was talking about he saw it in Kylo. When oh, that. when he, I believe he he was talking about Ray and like understanding that who Ray was, and that's why he was kind of like trying to keep her from that like weird space on uh, uh, too. Like oh, I don't know. Uh, I thought he was talking about Kylo too. I I, I took it as Ray for some reason. I'm but not really know. sure why, but that that's just me. But like well, the fandom but, is weird about it. Well, like, if you ask JJ, yeah. oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say, well, like, the, and the fandom's weird about because, like, you you hear a lot of people who disliked Last Jedi being like, "Oh, well, I was so happy with the way Rise of Skywalker ended." I'm like, "Why though?" It's <laughs> it's like, how did you how did you see the Last Jedi and then see Rise of Skywalker and go, "That's the movie I wanted." Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know pers- I, personally. I, I don't. I thought that was more the movie I wanted, but I mean, I already said that. Like, I I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. I but that's coming off of not liking Last Jedi much at all. So. Yeah, I think that's where that's pretty much where the line is. Like, if, if you liked Last Jedi, you're not gonna like this one. If you dislike Last Jedi, you're gonna like this one more. And the, it that's why it felt that's why to me, as someone who, who really liked Last Jedi, I could just see the kind of petty retconning through the whole thing of where it just felt like JJ was like, no, this is how I wanted to do it. This is how I would have done. It. And then cramming a bunch of stuff that was, you know, just wasting screen time. I'm undoing the story that had been put put out in episode eight, and I think like you know maybe they should have just let JJ have trilogy. Yeah, know? well, yeah, they should have plotted the fucking thing out from the beginning. Now there's the decide. Yeah, I don't know. Have separate creators with no coherent plot, no through line at all. We'll figure it out in the end. I'm sure this won't be a clusterfuck made by a bunch of fucking idiots. Like no way, no way. <laughs> like yeah. like I don't understand. Yeah. They had they're working with Marvel, someone who like plotted out Thanos from the first fucking Avengers movie. Yeah, and you stupid shits can't like you're having Infinity Stones planned throughout like 20 million fucking movies. You've got all this whole thing. <laughs> Movies leading into movies. Well, you could see Infinity War, but if you don't see Thor, Thor three, you might not get it. Like it's that's how fucking close it is. And yet you got these guys like in charge of Star Wars who are just like, I don't know, who's their parents? We'll figure it out in the third movie, or maybe someone will say it in the second movie. But maybe we'll decide that isn't what they're saying. Like what the fuck? Maybe man? one of the directors we choose to hire along the way will have a different idea. We'll see yeah. where that goes. Yeah, and then and then maybe we'll hire back the first one and he'll want the original idea again. Like, you know, like they should have had a Bible. They should have had like the overarching story and all the fucking shit like figured out in the beginning with one th- one person in charge of it, probably not Kathleen Kennedy. Uh and or Kennedy, or I don't even know who the, the yeah. whoever everyone's always bitching about on the internet who apparently is <laughs> in charge of Star Wars who fucked it up, I guess. Like get her out and get someone else in. Well, Maybe George the- Lucas, as long as he's not writing dialogue and we don't take all of his ideas. <laughs> How about midichlorians? How about you shut the fuck up and come up with something better? All right, all right, okay, all right, all right. I get it. You don't have to say it like that, but I get it. But, like, <laughs> I love apologetic George Lucas. I'm yeah. sorry. All right. Like, you, can you imagine that, though? <laughs> like, them telling him, shut the fuck up about Star Wars, and he's like, well, all right, you're right. Jar Jar was bad. And you're like, How about, oh, uh, Jar Jar's got a sister. How about, George, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> um, but here's the thing is, like, you have Dave Filoni, like you have you have the dude who who helped make the worst Star Wars movies relevant and good, and who also helped do the Mandalorian. What? How? How do you how do you not put him in charge, or like at least have him there to be like, okay, well, like maybe if we're doing this, we should stay to this, 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 and this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, would, Dave Filoni definitely get him in charge. Like he he seems to totally know his shit. Which you you saw Man Mandalorian, I'm assuming as well, Rob. Yeah. yeah. What 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 were your feelings? What what did you think about that as like a series? Uh, I. Oh no, not again. We Star lost you. Ref- I think I'm in Star Wars. Hello. Yeah. We got, there we go. We're good. <laughs> I I enjoyed the Mandalorian, and I'm looking forward to the next season. I am kind of in Star Wars re- reference fatigue, where it's yeah. just like. There's a little bit too much. Oh look, there's the there's the sand crawler. Oh look, there's the the cantina. Oh yep. look, it's that it's that alien. Oh look, it's that thing. 
And, you know, it's, it's an incredibly well-made series, but I'm just, I'm yearning for something new. And I'm just, I'm so glad that they're done with this trilogy. And I, I don't want 10 more prequel or, you know, the history of so-and-so's character. Just move forward, man. Tell new stories. There's you so don't much... want the Obi-Wan show? I'll watch it, but just can we? Well, then can you're part we... of the problem. See, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't be like, I want this, but I'll still watch it. Like, then no, then uh, no, you do. I like, mean, I, I don't, I don't have any control, so I'll watch what they put out there. I like, I like right. Star Wars, you but see? you know what I mean. I just wanted to move on. I, I, I want give Ray her own trilogy with no old characters in it, not a single one. You know, <laughs> just move that. forward in the future somehow and come up with, you know, with some bold new ideas instead of just constantly oh look they're back at the death star okay. you know <laughs> oh, yeah, we're back Man- member member the death star, I, I the death star. <laughs> um so well since you brought it up and you, you want something new did you see the test footage that got leaked out from george's star wars tv series that was going to happen before disney bought it i didn't see it no there so someone leaked out um the footage for star wars underworld which is basically the way it's described is is it was set to be in coruscant between star wars 3 revenge of the sith and a new hope and it was basically going to be like a gangster drama likened to almost deadwood or the godfather in space Hmm. um yeah it's interesting it's it's basically uh, the series was basically made in a way that the fans would get to see kind of how um, the Empire really came to be through that period of three into, into uh, A New Hope. And it was also, uh, rumors are stating that it was going to possibly involve time travel and tra- uh, tr- to stop Darth Vader from existing. Okay, well, that all sounds stupid, but uh, <laughs> the first part sounded okay. Like, it might yeah. not have been, like, the delusions of an insane person who fucking doesn't even know the franchise he created. Yeah, and there was also a possibility that this was going to tie into thirteen thirteen, which got canceled, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's unfortunate, yeah. but that probably was going to suck anyway. Uh, Hang on, let me see if I can pull Just up. Just going off of what LucasArts Arts had done in that time frame, and even though was... it looked really cool, that one trailer was so sick. Uh Oh yeah, I bet you. Well, that's dude. That was a huge thing that like LucasArts was known for because like they did uh, the Star Wars game, the uh, Unleashed Force Unleashed, right? Yeah, that's them. Um, That first one was okay. Remember when they had the 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 trailer for the the Indiana Jones game that never ever occurred? Oh yeah, it was gonna. It was using the same uh, Euphoria Havoc engine. engine. Yeah, yeah or the well, Euphoria engine. Yeah, it was like the Nazis will fall off the car, and they'll, they'll want to live, so they'll grab the car. Which that whole <laughs> thing was like cool in theory, but it was like a lot of like, yeah, okay, the stormtroopers want to live, so I'll toss this one off the cliff, and he'll try to hang on. But like, what does that really do except just make it really sad for that one stormtrooper? Just like, <laughs> just like, dude, you're not gonna. Did you see the thirty stormtroopers I just fucking massacred, and you didn't, you guys didn't touch me, and you're just hanging there like a bitch. Like it's just, I don't. Uh, I mean, it, it was cool stuff, but like, it didn't really amount to anything. Anyway, but yeah, I remember that Indiana Jones game. Um, yeah, never happened. I just, yeah, I just wish there was more that we could get from like, like Fallen Order. So, like, let's get into this. Uh, what have you been playing on your Switch lately? Because I know you have that, and I know we've talked a little bit about some different games that you could pick up from Devolver. <laughs> I, I should, I should add that I still have not had a chance to sit down and play Fallen Order. I played it for like. I rented it for like a day just because I wanted to check it out, but then I was just way too busy, so I'm like, no, wait until I have time. <laughs> so I'm still, I'm still waiting for the time to come to actually dive into that because it seemed like it'd be, seemed like it'd be fun. It's pretty but, awesome. Um, it's pretty awesome. They they call it Fallen Order because you're bound to fall off a fucking bunch of cliffs while platforming. <laughs> so you're bound to like, no matter how confident you are, like oh, I know how to jump. Like, do you? Do you really <laughs> self? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I've been I've been playing many video games lately. I just uh, had a really busy couple months. So the actually the only Switch game I've been playing recently is um, the fitness game. We uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, okay. I hear a lot of good things about that. It's awesome, actually. I mean, it's like it's like playing like a Final Fantasy type RPG, but exercising, and it'll kind of kick what? your ass. And it forces I mean it forces someone like me to like want to like 
go and do it every day because I'm like, oh, okay, I got to beat the next level. I got to, I got to, <laughs> I got to get some more ingredients to power up my smoothies so I can defeat the red guys better. You got yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> it comes, it comes with a with this ring that's like a Pilates ring, and and um, you know you have to do all these exercises and run and stretch and and do you know all kinds of things to defeat monsters like Nintendo monsters. It's an extremely Nintendo experience. <laughs> um, but as someone who hates working out but loves video games. It's uh, it's been fun for me. It's been working great. That's interesting. I I've heard good things, but I hadn't like I didn't know what the premise was. I just saw it was like, oh, it's a game that like it's kind of like the workout stuff. I was like, that's cool. I didn't know it was like an actual like RP. It had like RPG elements to it. That's kind it, of interesting. Yeah, it's like it's like Wii Fit meets like a a real like simple like old Final Fantasy game with where you like run into monsters and do turn based fighting. Huh. That's fucking weird. I okay. I'm in, I'm in. I'm gonna have to look into that in a little bit. Um, so what else have you? I mean, so you've been you've got all the stuff that's been going on um, with with high level. You got that coming out. What else have you? What else have you got on the on the burners, man? Like, I'm kind of curious to know now that like we're kind of waiting on on the collected version of, of high level and kind of waiting for the limbo to be over to figure out where it goes from there. What do you got? Um, I'm just I'm trying to get through this high level release. Trying to do as much as I can to. Uh to promote it we've got a we're doing a bunch of cool stuff around it we've got a soundtrack coming out for high level (laughs) um that's that's i'm really excited about he's he's working real hard on it right now steve and uh steve and justin are um so hopefully that's going to be out around the time of the uh, wide release on the 11th and then we're gonna we're gonna look into doing a vinyl edition and everything so we're working on that and then once all the high level stuff is kind of the dust settles on that. I'm just going into like kind of a pure creative mode for a while and just put some new projects together, new pitches, things that have been sitting in my head for a while that I'm like, okay, now I can take a break and actually flesh them out. So that's going to be fun for me. Dude, that's awesome. Any Anything you can can kind of let us in on or no? No, no. It's at that <laughs> stage. It's at that Uh-oh. stage where if you say it exists, then it will never happen. So. Uh, okay. No, I understand that. I understand that. Um, you did, uh, dude, I know... We talked a little bit when I when I saw you retweet the thing about the like companion soundtrack to High Level, and I like listened to the teaser, and I was immediately like, "If you don't make this, if you don't find a way to make this vinyl, I swear to God." Um, yeah, supposedly we've got. I don't want to promise anything because I'm no, yeah. kind of out of my hands a little right. bit. But Stephen, uh, Stephen, Justin, who did the music, uh, said they have a pretty solid way of actually making the vinyl happen without it being some huge expenditure. So. Fingers crossed um, that oh, that's yeah. a reality, yeah. but we'll have more info on that soon. Yeah, that has been vinyl has been the bane of my existence lately because it's just kind of been that thing where I just keep seeing people that I have listened to since high school who are like now like we're into vinyl now and it's like they're doing everything and it's like I can't keep up. <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, and like there's like today I had to talk myself out of buying a Devin Townsend box set where I was just like, no, you can't afford this right now. Just stop. Um, it's addicting. It is, and especially because like there's so many different like exclusive variants and like printing like pr- like different pr- like color pressings or translucent. It's fucking nuts. So I'm oh, yeah. very excited. I mean, I know it's not promised, but I if if you guys pull that off and they can pull that off because that's a really solid soundtrack. And um, yeah, I'm. I'm fucking excited for that. What else? Uh, is there anything anything else that you've been like outside? Because I know we've talked about this before. You don't really like read comics or watch a bunch when you're creating. So now that you're out of that creative process for high level, has there is there anything that you've caught up on that you're like, holy shit, this is amazing, and I'm kind of mad I had to wait for it. It's it's now. It's the time for me to do that. So I'm taking suggestions of where I should start. Oh <laughs> with boy, co- John. With, with com- where well, do we start? <laughs> Yeah, catch me up over the last couple of years that I haven't. Um, I well, I've just got go ahead, done John. rereading um, Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers run. Like, I thought that was fucking awesome because it deals with the death of all things, which really speaks to me. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of heady and like deals with a lot of fucked up like concepts that you don't understand until the last few issues, really. But uh, he spells it out in a way that even dumbass people can understand eventually. So you're just like, ah, fantastic. And then all that leads into Secret Wars, and I just I just enjoyed all that. And that's pretty much when I stopped reading Marvel. It was right after Secret Wars. I was like, all right, this is a logical endpoint to this universe. I find. Um, 
I don't know. I, I'm trying to think like what's the last actual current Marvel book I read. I don't know. I don't think I. I don't think I have read one since then. So that's a good place to start and end. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. Um, like I like the uh, efficiency of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, comic book wise, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, John Layman's uh, Outer Darkness, which is is basically like Star Trek New Next Generation meets uh, Event Horizon, and a little bit of like D and D and magic kind of thrown in there. Mm. Um, it's that it's cool. It's pretty wild. It's yeah. There's like these. There's a whole like system on like how their ships are powered by like what they call god drives, and they have to make sacrifices to said god. It's insane. It's really I fucking love it. Uh, and then the other one is Farmhand from Rob Gullery. They're actually working on a crossover for Outer Darkness and Chew, which was their like combo uh, comic book back in the day that they did. Rob and John did. Um, cool. God. I haven't like that's those are the only two I've really been reading. I really haven't been reading much from the big two. I've heard good things about Constantine, like the Constantine storyline from oh, DC yeah. and like what they've been doing, like the Sandman universe. I've heard that's pretty mm-hmm. good, but I haven't really checked it out yet because there's still like it's it was like when I first heard it was like a couple probably about six or seven months ago, and I was just kind of like, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, show wise. Uh, what have you have you not been watching anything or are you just starting to like catch like with Mandalorian and all that yeah I'm catching up on all that um I just started are, are you a TNG guy because I just started Picard oh my god yeah I watched the first episode last week yeah I'm yeah, really week. stoked for it yeah it's just it's I was relieved I thought it was really good yeah and it feels like it doesn't. It doesn't feel like they're tr- like they 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 allow the amount of passage of time to happen, and it just kind of plays very well to the fact that like it is. It literally is eighteen years later, and that's how they're playing it in the show, and it feels perfect. Yeah, it feels absolutely perfect. Yeah, and it, it's it's that thing where I, I I like the fact that it's it's moving forward. You know, it's continuing from where you know the TNG world left off. Yes. As opposed to, as I've said, another, let's have young Picard. Let's tell his origin story. Let's oh, go yeah. another prequel. You know, and it's not, it's, of course, to, to an extent, it's mining nostalgia because, of, you know, continuing TNG. But at least it's not the the constant prequel nostalgia mining where it just gets exhausting. So I, I love that it's moving forward and, it, and it's like, feels familiar, but it's got new ideas and a new way of telling stories, you know, that's very different from TNG. Yeah, and it's re- it's really interesting the fact that they like play it to like the whole, and I guess it, it would make sense just because of like you you think back to like TNG and all the shit that like Picard had to do, and like that whole like constant dream uh, that they keep going back to of him can, kind of seeing Data and like the 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 moment on Mars and like it's this weird moment of like him kind of having to go through and experience like that PTSD ex- like feeling almost. Yeah, and like yeah, I I find that because like you don't really see that much in the actual series. Like it feels like a little bit more a mature sci-fi, I guess is the best way to put it. Like it actually deals within real like realism of like what would be the after effects of all that. Yeah, and Picard's allowed a, a human with with weaknesses because yes. he's not having to put on his his captain's hat. You know, in yeah. this one, which is kind of. Cool. Yeah, I I haven't watched the second episode yet. I probably should do that tomorrow or tonight um so i'm yeah i'm definitely looking for that did you did you outside of our conversation about the watchman did you watch any of the watchman i'm i'm now watching it i'm about halfway through so i'm in yeah i'm in i'm enjoying it so far i'm i like i it's that one series that came out super late last year and like i feel like it was just that it hit at the right time with a lot of the right source like with without damaging the source material but also really tying into like what the source material was about back then and what watchman 2019 is about now yeah yeah i i think uh, that they did the smartest thing you possibly could have done which is adapt it by not adapting it yeah you know? <laughs> like it's it uh, that way you know you, you can just immediately cancel out all the arguments about how faithful it is and why they didn't include this and why they changed this part you don't have to worry about it. you can take it or leave it yeah you know as a fan as a fan of the original you know 
Yeah, and it was actually funny because like John and I went back to like reread the original like in the midst of watching it, and it really like all of it kind of it's it's fucking cool because like there are different points where like everything kind of almost matches up in a sense, and like it has that same kind of as they reference in one like one of the uh, issues is fearful symmetry, like that weird symmetry where like everything kind of begins and ends the same at certain points, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's awesome. I don't know. What, I don't know what happens in the last half of it, but I'm excited to find out. Oh man, you don't really it's... know what's going on until the sixth episode. Yes. Gotcha. So yeah, hang on. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. What else, John? Has he missed? Oh, I don't know. We covered Watchmen. I feel like that's pretty much that's the big that's, shit. That's, that's the, what, definitely the big what are, one. What, what have you guys been playing? What's What's good out there? Oh, our whole last episode is all about uh, <laughs> Escape from Tarkov. That's the game we're just grinding. I mean, I personally, I'm grinding uh, to a, an unhealthy amount. Like, it's uh, <laughs> my ass hurts, my fingers are on fire, my eyes are bleeding, and I'm just like, I don't really care about all these, like, physical factors. Like, I gotta get, we got to get around that shit. There's got to be some drug or drink, I, something I can do to get past this. Let's just keep going. So Escape from Tarkov is basically uh, a... F- God, how do I... It's it's really tough to describe. It's like a first-person RPG slash, like, almost... I know, John, you're going to hate this, but, like, Dark Souls-esque kind of game where, like, there's this place in Russia that's basically, like, deserted, but there's, like, scavengers, and there's uh, Russian PMCs, and there's American PMCs, and they're kind of, like, trying to duke it out over, like, different things to work for these traders... The lore is pretty deep, um, but, like, it's big on, like, modifying your guns, and everything kind of works in a system where, like, you're given a stash of things. So you have, like, a small stash to start with, with, like, a couple pistols, some some backpacks, uh, an assault rifle, and you go into these raids, and they're all instants. But if you die in the raid, anything of yours that's when you die is picked up by anybody else and taken out of the raid, you lose that shit forever. It's gone. Because it's a multiplayer game as well. Huh, interesting. Yeah, it's, that out. it's wild. It's on PC. It's literally the only place you can get it. But, like, there's a bunch of people I know who stream it, and they are just, like, some of these guys are really goddamn good. And I'm, like, I, I look at myself when I play, and I'm, like, I'm such a potato. I can't. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Um, but that's that's one thing that him, like, John and I got back into. I've been playing a lot of Star Citizen. Um, I don't know if you've, you've heard of that one. Yeah, for that, yeah. Yeah, so, like, Star Citizen just had its most recent patch in 3.8. I think there's another one that just hit, like, a day or two ago, where they basically have kind of started implementing higher level of, like, contracts. So, like, you basically, like, have different ships, and, like, what I've been enjoying is I kind of mix it up, and I'll do, like, player bounties, which basically means, like, I can find different players in the universe who have a crime stat rating, and if I take them out, I get money for it in-game. Uh, hmm. which you can do in a bunch of different ways. I found out like I like now that there's like VoIP actually works all the time. Like I talked my way onto a ship at one point uh, just cause I was like, Hey man, like I don't have the credits to open, like to get my ship. I was like, I have a couple guns, but I, I just really don't. Have... I was like, can you take me to this spot? And he's like, yeah, sure. Come on. And then I proceeded to murder him. Uh, <laughs> once we got off the, the, the station we were on and uh, he was so not fun. very happy. Um, but there's also like other things you don't have to kill people. Like you can run drugs. You can, um, you can run just basic resources. You can go and mine for resources and then like refine it and sell it. And like, there's a whole, like they're getting to a point where they can start actually having like an, an econ, like an economical system within the universe of star citizen. It's fucking wild. It's so crazy to me. That, like, this is where we're at now. Wow. Yeah, That's and then, intense. like, VR is the next big thing. Like, I keep looking at, like, Half-Life Alex, which is the next, like, prequel story to Half-Life because apparently Valve can't do anything with a, a game that ends in three. <laughs> um, so, I, I like, that's kind of, like, the next thing I keep looking at, but I'm also at the same point, like, mm, like do I really need a VR headset, which I'm sure John will immediately tell me yes. Um but yeah, no, like that's, yeah. that's, <laughs> uh, and then outside of that, I have my switch. So I've been playing, um, breath of the wild, uh, Mario Odyssey and Link's awakening. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to do for a uh, breath of the wild replay. 
yeah that game is holy crap like i i seriously sat for like two days and like i didn't even like i didn't realize like the passage of time was happening it was just like oh i should <laughs> probably go do things because what <laughs> yeah it's really easy to get lot like lost in that game yeah deep, deeply lost and especially when you start fucking around with different different mechanisms and ways of doing things and all the all the oh little uh, things you can fuck with, clever ways you can kill people there's some people who, <laughs> who do some like pure art if you look online some of the videos of people killing in the most extravagant ways in that game it's a really incredible little battle sandbox they set up fuck no i don't want to i oh, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna fall down that rabbit hole tonight okay um <laughs> yeah i just there's so much like from like training and like taming a horse to like being able like uh, there's like cooking cooking dude what the fuck like i didn't realize like i was gonna spend that amount of time like because i didn't have like warm clothes yet and i was like well i need to go to this temple because like it's the last one i need to go to to, to progress the story i was like fuck it i gotta figure out how to make like spicy food that's gonna keep me warm while i run through the snow <laughs> and it's like i sat there for fucking 30 minutes doing this and i'm like i don't even spend this amount of time to like prep food i just like get shit together and i cook like I just I don't even measure shit. Like I'm just like what what if this or this and it's like holy fuck, dude, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. But it's so nice to have like I that's the one thing I'm like kind of like trying to figure out. Like I gotta get like a to go case because like outside of like reading or listening to uh, like other podcasts, I'm like man, that'd be great for the train because I have like a fucking hour commute both ways and it's 30 minutes out 30 minutes back so i was like fuck man like i'd love to be able to like take the witcher with me and be able to play that on the go like that's fucking cool as shit. yeah i don't i don't want another system where i can't take it with me and you know now it's just like <laughs> it's it's such a great thing for consoles to do i hope that there's some kind of option like that for the next ps system and the next xbox well i mean i don't know man they just leaked uh apparently someone has an early, I don't, John, did you see this where they, someone leaked out on NeoGAF the, what it looks like for the new, the next Xbox, which is just going to be called the Xbox? No, the Xbox Series X. It's just Xbox, they're saying. <laughs> like, it's Xbox Series X, but it's just the Xbox. Yeah, that's not confusing and stupid. I, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I did see it, yeah, and I noticed it didn't have two HDMI ports, so it's already better than the Xbox One, so yeah. Right. Cool. Right. We're not going to watch TV on the fucking thing, because who the <sighs> fuck is watching TV? stupid you idiot. Fuck. You stupid shit. No, I, uh, sorry, no. Whoever, I forget the dumbass who went to Zanga who was leading that whole thing, but uh, I'm glad that he uh, got fired from Microsoft, or left willingly. <laughs> What's the difference? His suck, his suck ass, suck ass, suck ass shit sucked. God. I don't, like... I don't know. It's been weird for me console wise because like the the switch seems to me like the perfect counterpoint to my PC because like if like I'll say this like the one nice thing about like as I've been playing Star Citizen is that like in the universe that is crafted in Star Citizen some planets are very far like opposite side of the, that you have to like go to so you have to quantum travel which is basically hyperspace. And some of that times, like, it takes, like, five to ten minutes, which kind of sucks. So, like, I'll just grab my fucking Switch and just play while yeah. I'm in hyperspace, which is because there's nothing else to do. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the nice thing. Like, that's, like, I can't do that with my Xbox. Like, I could if it was hooked up to my other monitor, but I'm using my other monitor. So, it's like, eh. Yeah, plus they have quite a few of those little games you can just pick up for a few minutes and Dude, then yeah. instantly put it, put it right back to sleep and low consequence little gaming sessions yeah and i actually had a friend of mine who had just like i think just before christmas had gotten the like family plan so he was like hey like i don't have like uh, there's like eight people that can be on it he's like i have five do you want to be one of them and i was like sure and so it gives me access to like the nes collection and the super nintendo collection which is yeah. super awesome yeah it's great yeah uh, so like that's what i've been kind of like outside of the pc world that's the other thing i've been kind of messing with here and there um and yeah now i need to like get myself some of those like indie like devolver games on my switch because like i'd love to have hotline miami on the go or my friend trade my friend pedro that game yeah. is fucking ridiculous holy shit yeah. um but that's i mean john anything else have you you just been playing tarkov you're addicted yeah i mean oh yeah that's video game <laughs> crack dude <laughs> um yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming back on, dude. I I really appreciate it. We gotta we gotta get together more often and uh, and have these kind of chats. Right on, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and then uh, don't forget, guys. February. What did I say? February fifth. 
is is comic book stores and February 11th everywhere bookstores you can get high level in its collected form and you can feel just like I do and just die as you wait for the next six issues <laughs> um <laughs> thank you so much Rob I appreciate it dude thanks guys where can people find you? Uh, I know we, we do this every time just so everyone can can know where they can find uh, us, but we want to make sure they can find you as well. Where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me at Rob underscore Sheridan uh, on Twitter, usually talking shit. And same uh, at, at Rob underscore Sheridan uh, on Instagram. Awesome. Where can they find you? Well, actually, fuck it. I'm going to say where they can find me. Yeah, where can they find you, John? <laughs> you you ended. Right, I forgot. Hey, listen. It's been a long day. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Posh, P-O-S-C-H. I'm trying to get Eric Trump to block me by just posting a dumbass-looking picture of him. And no matter what he says, no matter what it's about, I'm just going to post a picture of him. And I want to see, can we get a man to block me just by posting pictures of himself? You know, you know what you should do is you should post the picture of the, the, the Photoshop cover of his brother's book that just says, Eat Paste. I don't. Or even, I eat paste. I think the whole thing, just using his picture, is though it's got to be the ammo. Just a regular picture right. of him, because right. it looks he looks like such a goofy fuck that there's no way he's not gonna look at that and be like, like um, why is he keep sending me pictures of myself? Yes, I don't know why am I uh, anyway? Because I hate you or myself. Um, and I'm on YouTube at Isaac Haas H O Z uh, or www.haz.zone. Not really making anything. You should subscri- subscribe anyway. I'm at 720 subscribers. You could be 721. How awesome would you that should, be? You should make some some Tarkov videos. I mean, I'm yeah. Once I once I got enough fucking clips, I'm, I definitely got some ideas. Don't worry. Nice, nice. Um, guys, you can find me over on Twitter at M Hilger uh, or at my Twitch account, which uh, Twitch Twitter account, which is at Stick in the Box. Uh, I still have my Twitch for some reason because I even though I don't stream that often uh at uh, twitch.tv slash stick in a box s-h-t-i-c-k-i-n-a-b-o-x uh i think i might be playing something not this week maybe next week uh star citizen related maybe who knows we'll see i also still have to finish the secret vault in payday that we finally got together and did uh and made sure we have all the achievements god that was such a pain in the ass um as always you guys can find this podcast on itunes uh we're on stitcher uh anchor fm uh, please like, review, rate, whatever you guys want to do. It, it helps us out greatly. Uh, at Bearded Bullshit on the tweets. Uh, we're also Facebook.com slash Bullshit. Thank you so much, guys. We'll catch you in the next episode.